Welcome to episode six. Six already, blimey, uh, of the Diary of an Entrepreneur. I'm Danny Lacey, and right now I'm going through the pains of growing a business from the ground up. As CEO and founder of a video marketing company, I have the responsibility and accountability of having employed over 25 staff, servicing over 150 clients, generating revenue of over £2 million, and dealing with the stress, anxiety, and everything else that goes into growing a business. It's true what they say, it's like 95% putting out fires and 5% uh, of enjoyment, fun things. Uh, including times where we almost lost everything. This is the diary of an entrepreneur. So, in this episode that I've titled Trying to be all things to all people too quickly and paying the price, I'm going to be talking about the consequences of trying to grow too quickly. Uh, you may have already gathered that with the title of the episode. The moment when I decided we were going to dramatically expand our services, rebranding the business at the same time and the logistics that go into that, and making the tough decision to pivot and strip back and focus on what we were actually really good at and then kind of grow from there. So it's like a, a, a forward-backward type of plan. Um, the plan for future growth and to eventually offer an expanded bank of services for our clients. It's a deep dive into the teething issues and growing pains for an ambitious business and a good example of how you can actually be a little bit too eager, which I think is probably a big problem of mine. So let's get started with the diary of an entrepreneur. And as ever, we always start the episode with a quick look at what's going on in the business as it stands. My uh, video production company, Stardom Media, it's been a really good week for us, actually, really good week. Uh, we've had lots of meetings over the last week or so uh, over Teams video, obviously, uh, with new clients and prospective clients, giving them reassurances that we can deliver and that we have the resources to cope with demand because they're throwing a lot at us at the minute, which is good, which is fantastic, of course, uh, as well as getting creative as well on several new projects that we're super excited about and hot off the press. And even though I can't really share too much information, but this morning uh, we got word through that we have be, uh, won a pitch for a six-figure annual retainer deal for creating content for one of our existing clients. So it's a very big deal for us. Uh, I can't mention it in this episode, but you will see it uh, mentioned at some point across uh, PR channels and in a future episode. Uh, we're just crossing the T's, dotting the I's at the minute, but it's a big deal. Six figure sum uh, across a year and uh, yeah, wow. Uh, so we're all celebrating that uh, little win at the minute. Uh, we're super busy with graphic design as well. There's that side of the business is really starting to grow. The demand is increasing. A lot of current clients asking us to design things for them. And so I'm looking at the plan to expand that side of the business and fold it into the video and everything else um, that, we, that we do. And uh, so just looking at uh, how we can increase, uh, increase capacity. And also been spending a bit more time as well looking at acquiring another marketing, advertising or creative agency that's been high on my radar for some time. And right now I'm just improving my knowledge and resources on the subject. So I'm not planning on acquiring a company right now, but when I get to that stage, when I want to take it further and more seriously, I want to have a better knowledge base which goes back to the last episode when I was talking about my operating system. Knowledge was one of my core operating system categories. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now, spending the next year or so just figuring out what the whole acquisition thing entails and processes and blah, 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 blah. So that when I do get to do that, then uh, we're on it and um, 
I'm not making any major mistakes. Mistakes have been made, I'm sure, at a certain level, but I want to try and avoid any big bloopers. So watch this space for more details on that. Uh, so that's uh, the week that has been up to recording here at Stardom Media. And uh, let's get back then to this episode of the Diary of an Entrepreneur. Right, okay, so uh, part one, having a go but failing. So we create video content for brands of all sizes. It's our bread and butter, and we've done it for many years now, and we're really good at it, all right? I don't mind saying we're proud of that, the fact that we do a good job of what we do, and our reputation precedes us, and we get really good feedback from clients, and we continue to grow, word of mouth, et cetera, et cetera. We're lucky uh, to have a lot of additional marketing knowledge as well in the business and uh, this always bleeds through to the video services that we offer. So our unique, the unique aspect of what we do is we don't just create a video and hand it over. We're able to strategize, reverse engineer the end goals of that video and help the client build something that they can get some kind of return on that investment. So we're very strategic and we've got marketing in mind when it comes to video. But I think at the time of uh, the, the time that this particular episode is uh, based on, um, it was probably detrimental to our growth. The fact that we got a little bit too, I wouldn't say cocky with it, but we certainly got a little bit too enthusiastic with the whole marketing thing. So more and more clients were asking us um, what else we can do. And I'm going back just to give this a date, by the way, and put it into some kind of uh, time context. It's, I think it was 2018, 17 or 18, uh, that we were, we were heading into this zone. Um, so we, get, we were getting more and more clients asking us, uh, what else can you do? We love the videos that you're creating for us. We noticed that you did a little bit of this over there. Can you do more of that? And so we ended up doing a little extra marketing for some of our clients, you know, like social media management and things like that, because we had some of the in-house. But anyway, demand started to increase. And without any further consideration, without any strategy, business planning or any other consideration, we attacked all right, we started to get a bit greedy. So we began working on what our marketing offering would look like. And we started hiring accordingly. And we started hiring ahead of having the work, which definitely increased demand on cash flow at the time. But in fairness, in fairness, the demand did eventually catch up. And we were actually doing quite well at, uh, at one point. So, so that was fine. But however, cracks did start to appear and it was less about the extra revenue that this new service was generating. And it was more about the massive pressure that it was putting on the business operationally. All right. So the money was coming in, the, the, the revenue was increasing. We had a new, a different part of the business that was uh, generating uh, income and um, and like I say, it was um, it, it, it was kind of doing well for us. The signs were good, but in the background, uh, under the radar, at that moment in time, those cracks were appearing uh, operationally. So we're not a marketing agency. We were not a marketing a marketing agency at the time. We just didn't have the infrastructure. And in the end, the workload was ending up on my desk. So I had suddenly become a member of our fledgling marketing team, which meant. Um, my focus was taken away from all this other stuff that I need to be doing as the head of the business. And instead, I was getting involved with social media strategy, designing and writing posts and um, creative uh, brainstorming sessions and uh, st God knows what else. Just stuff that I shouldn't have been doing at that time with the size of the team that we um, that we had. Uh, so certainly I was knee deep in, in, in marketing and it was a it was a disaster for the operational side of the business. It also meant that I was, again, taking my eye off the ball on the side of the business we were actually very good at. 
and actually very well set up for that being video production. And the video production team, in their defense, they did flag this up at the time, but I was super focused on what was too far ahead of me. And I had bitten off more than I could chew and I was definitely stunting our growth. I had good intentions at heart, obviously. I was super excited, a typical entrepreneur, I guess. And me be me, I'm very optimistic. Glass is always half full. And I, I look for opportunities. And, and I'm a big believer on being quickest out of the gate, being the fastest and getting to market as soon as you can and not dilly-dallying around. And do you know what? It doesn't always pay off. It sometimes comes back to bite me in the backside. And at this case, it pretty much did. And, and I had people yelling at me, but I was going full steam ahead. And at that time, uh, I didn't have anybody that I was accountable to. I was accountable to myself. And I decided that, no, this is, this is what I wanted to do. This was the right move and the right decision for the business. And I didn't really um, consider or see the consequences that were about to come and uh, pinches on the backside, shall we say, uh, which leads me into part two of this episode. What went wrong? Uh, basically taking on too much and trying to force growth, which it depends what who, what your what personality set you are, because there are those that, that take their time. Everything is well thought through, very analytical, um, lots of research and development and blah, blah. And that's fine. And I don't have anything against that. But then there are those of us that are um, that, that kind of do things and then apologize later, if you know what I mean. Just the, You just get on with it. And if you make a mistake, fine, but you're just rolling your sleeves, you're getting out there and you're, make, you're moving things, you're making things happen. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are very much of that mindset. And then they end up hiring people that are more um, more reclined, shall we say, in, in their decision making, more focused and more analytical and more thought processes and blah, blah, blah. So that was a problem. I, I wasn't accountable to anybody. I decided that I was going to grow this part of the business. I was adamant it was the right thing to do. We'll hire and we'll just get on with it. And, and there you go. But everything takes time. All right? Growing the video company to the stage, uh, to the stage it was at this moment in time, it had taken me years of strategy, experience, knowledge, recruitment, firing people, hiring people, marketing, sales, vision, processes, and so much more. And that had taken me years. It wasn't something that happened just overnight. And yet here I am trying to set up this marketing department and uh, and launching it from day one of it being a seed of thought in my head. So we wanted to hit the ground running and we just just weren't set up for it. Um, it wasn't that the demand wasn't there and it wasn't actually that we weren't any good at it because we were and we still are. We're very, we, we've, we're good at marketing. We've got a really good background and knowledge and experience in it. We've got some really good ideas. Um, it's just that the infrastructure was just, it just, it, it wasn't set up for us expanding the business, that side of things. So, but listen, don't get me wrong. We, we, you know, we were, the work that we were doing was good. It was just in the background. We were struggling with a whole batch of new logistics that we'd never experienced before. And it was hurting us, like really hurting us. Um, but it's one of those things, it was those cracks that were appearing underground. And so, you know, you get so engrossed in what you're doing, your tunnel visioned, and you're thinking that everything's going to be hunky-dory, but it's just like cash flow and accounts and stuff. You know, you can see revenue coming in thinking that everything's hunky-dory, but there are cracks that appear. Unless you are experienced and knowledgeable enough in accounting, you can't see it coming and then before it's too late. And, you know, I've been bitten by that before um, as well. Just all part of the learning process, I guess. Um, but anyway, I was spreading the team too thin 
adding way too much pressure and stress and cracks were appearing. Our focus was aimed at the wrong part of the business. And this was coming from the head of the business. And when the head of the business, as in me, is quite clearly in early stages of making a very big and incorrect decision for the business, it just has a, a massive knock-on effect. And listen, to the credit of my team, and this is testament to how good a team I have at the business, at that time, they just got on with it and they rolled their sleeves up and they worked really hard and they believed in what I was trying to achieve. All right. They were, they were 100, they were 100% behind me as far as the efforts that they were putting in um, and the compassion that they were, they were, they were uh, uh, broadcasting for this thing that we were trying to achieve. Whereas I know deep down inside, they were looking at this and thinking, well, it doesn't feel right. It feels like we're trying to be too much. And eventually this might bite us in the, in the backside. But I, I was oblivious, uh, completely oblivious. And um, I think that happens to a lot of, uh, a lot of business people. We just, uh, you know, we do what we think's right at the time. And um, if we're adamant and our heart is set on something and that's what happened. I was leading with my heart. I think it was the, the biggest problem. So the marketing work we were doing was being done by just a few members of the team. And it was just a bit, it was too much. And it was, um, it was a car crash waiting to happen. And there was a rumble of things to come and we were vulnerable. We were incredibly, incredibly vulnerable. And the other thing is we also didn't have, we were trying to grow the marketing side of the business organically. Uh, so I mentioned that we hired a couple of people because we had a bit of extra cash flow in there so we could reinvest and hire. So I was definitely, I guess gambling is probably a bit of a tough word to use on it, but I was speculating and then some to, you know, on the fact that I thought or knew that this marketing part of the business would grow quickly and, and that was fine. And it did, but the problem is that the infrastructure within the business and the foundations just weren't there to be able to cope with this extra workload and that we, you know, we had significant amount of bodies in the business and, uh, I was managing it from the top and it was just too many people to manage at any one time. And, um, yeah, we weren't going to go anywhere quick with it. But um, so anyway, uh, part three of this um, episode is it was time to make a smart move. Um, big decisions. They have to be made. So we hit a moment in which the business uh, was struggling right across the board. And I mentioned a minute ago that we were vulnerable in light of what I was trying to achieve with the marketing, this new service that we're trying to provide for clients. Um, but little did I know that in, again, in the background that there was cash flow issues appearing and cracks within the infrastructure were appearing. Um, so you had sales, cash flow, the team, clients, all combined to put the business under immense pressure and eventually something had to give and quickly. So I decided to scrap 95% of our marketing services at the time and refocus on what we were actually very good at, and that was video production. And here came another difficult bit. So we're offering these things to clients, the clients are loving what we're doing. And now here we are saying, ah, we're going to just step back a little bit. And uh, we unfortunately, you know, can't, we had to turn some contracts down uh, for social media stuff, which was generating a reasonable amount of cash coming in, but we just weren't set up enough to do it. And we didn't have enough to invest in hiring more and additional people and building a whole uh, department, which is, can be very, uh, which can be capitally intensive. So, 
Uh, so we decided that we were going to make this, the smart move here and stop offering a full marketing service to new clients and current clients and get back to what we were really good at. And that's video production. So we had to make changes to the team. Uh, some changes were unfortunately forced upon us at the time when we were going through the whole uh, cash flow issue. And if you go back and listen to, I think it's episode three of Diary of an Entrepreneur, um, this kind of makes sense because it was around about that time when we were going through all these these big issues with some clients owing us more, like tens of thousands of pounds and other little things happening that came together to create this um, car crash of a situation for the business and meant that we had to pivot and, and make some um, some really, uh, you know, big changes. So, so we had to make some changes to the team. We also decided to go through a, a rebrand. A re it's all happening at once. We had to also decide that we were going to go through a rebrand to freshen up the look of the business. So now this is a bit confusing, but please stick with me. So we started life as Starter Media. We are actually registered with Companies House as Starter Media. We rebranded as Starter Video for a period strictly an SEO thing, a search engine optimization thing, because it made sense because we were doing video. And then eventually when we were looking at all the marketing thing, the start of video was confusing because the clients were like, I'm going to make your video, your marketing, make your mind up. So then we went full on into a rebrand to become Starter Media, which is exactly where we're at now. So I was happy with the lick of paint and the new short tagline, uh, your video marketing toolbox is kind of how I sum up what we do. Um, so, but we were, so we, rebranded to start a media. We're doing all this marketing stuff. Then we were going through a few issues and then we decided, right, let's look, we need to get rid of all the marketing, but we stuck as start a media. We decided that we weren't going to re-rebrand because um, I'm happy with the way the business looks at the minute and that will evolve over time anyway into probably a, a fresh brand in the next few years or so. But right now, happy with the way it looks. It's start a media. And at the minute we are pretty much uh, video full on, um, but we are looking at the marketing side of the business still. So the results were pretty instant when we'd made this decision, which, uh, so we're now fully back to pushing our video production services, fully focused on taking our video services up to the next level. And we can now, we now have a clear plan for the next three to five years. So we could, there was a massive sigh of relief in the business. You could feel the pressure on the business lift and also it felt good. It felt really good to have made a solid decision that was having an instant impact on the business. So expanded marketing services are on our radar and they continue to be on our radar. Only this time we're being much more strategic than before on how to set up and launch these services. Now this is part of, uh, a part of this uh, might include acquiring an existing agency. Now, ideally, we acquire another agency in the next two years or so, and then Starter Media will be in a in, in, in a lean shape. It will be in good condition and we'll be performing better than ever before. And we will be less desperate to acquire the first business we come across when we go through that whole acquisition process. But also, if we allow ourselves to be patient, we might even be in a position to grow our marketing agency from the ground up. So instead of acquiring a business, which again is on the radar, something we're looking at, and if the right business comes along, then fine. But at the same time, looking at actually, do you know what, can we do this in, do we have to acquire another? Can we not just build a team in-house? We've tried it in the past and we didn't do so well, but now we've learned from those mistakes and surely now we'll be in a much better position to take advantage of the knowledge, the marketing knowledge that we have access to within the business 
but look at the foundations first of building a whole new department and a new set of skills and infrastructure that we need to add to our current infrastructure and our current skills and how that dance is going to look and and how and what we need to do to be able to do that so so that's so that's what I'm looking at at the minute you know growing our own marketing agency from the ground up an option that I'm very much open to um, it might be slightly slower than acquisition but it does come with its own advantages um, you know, we don't have the uh, heritage and legacy of a, another company that might be in trouble and we've got a little, do a little bit of work, which can take months, if not years. Um, and meantime, we are 100% focused on growing the best possible um, video production company. So we can provide um, content to businesses of all sizes that is effective enough to deliver a return on their investment. And I think one of the big things, and this is, the, well, I guess, the key reason that I want us to grow our ex, our services, video will always be at the heart of everything that we do. And I think it's really important to stay true to your roots, stay true to those original goals, those original ideas and concepts that you come with as a business owner, you know, and and, and remaining true to, to that. And, and again, video is the reason that Starter Media is as it is at the minute. It all started from video, okay, video production. And that will always be at the heart of everything that we do. That said, at the same time, I'm a business person. I have to look at how we're going to um, keep up with trends, keep up with uh, how the marketing industry and the video industry is moving. But not only that, but clients, I think, uh, I think it's safe to say, are coming to a, a position now where they're, they're expecting a little bit more from their suppliers. Um, and they, from my experience, and feel free to correct me if this is if this is wrong, but from my experience, a lot of our clients love the idea of everything being under one roof. So, We've got a graphic design department, a video department, a marketing department, a social media department, all under one roof. So instead of us having to go out and find 10,000 different companies and then having to bring them up to speed with the branding and who we are as a business, we've worked with these clients long enough to know them inside out. And now we're offering a really good option that goes beyond um, video. So I'm looking at that as an opportunity within the business. And now don't get me wrong, it's not easy to set these up. I'm not saying that everybody can do this, but we're fortunate enough to have that knowledge in-house, but also have the resources available to us to be able to grow that department confidently. Um, and especially now with the lessons that have been learned in the things that I've discussed in this episode of the Diary of an Entrepreneur, where I've been here, made the mistake of growing too quickly and not really building those foundations properly. Whereas now we can look at that, build the foundations properly, and hopefully get that marketing uh, department up to scratch, up to speed, uh, without it affecting the video side of the business. And I'm way more confident now of being able to to do that um, than I've uh, I've ever been before. And um, I do look forward to the challenge uh, of doing that. But right now, uh, we're fully focused on, on video. We are offering uh, some extended marketing to uh, some clients, but we've not launched it or rolled it out to everybody and anybody. And we're learning from that. And, and again, really focusing on that infrastructure and team, finding the right kind of talent uh, to help us build the business and, and make sure that we continue to offer value for clients. So, so there you go. A bit of a short episode, this one, but a little bit of insight into some teething issues from a company who tried to grow rapidly 
in a very short space of time and uh, the teething issues were just a little bit too much. So uh, lessons learned from all of this. Uh, growing a business is an ever-evolving process. It's not something that happens overnight. Making mistakes is all right. It's fine. It's all part and parcel of what we do as long as they're manageable mistakes and that we are constantly learning and not repeating any mistakes because doing too much of that will end up killing your business. I've learned to spend more time mapping things out before actioning anything, working on various scenarios that could play out as a result of a strategic decision uh, that you make. So think, review, think again is my little philosophy. Whereas, you know, before I would just act on instinct, be like, no, it feels good, let's do it. Whereas now I'm a little bit more like, no, uh, let's think about this for a second. Let's, 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 let's play this out in our minds and see where it goes. Don't ever be too scared to try something or to be pr too proud to change things if your decisions don't pay off. Act quickly. Even if you have to take a few steps back, it'll be worth it in the long run. And finally, I'd started working with a mentor not too long after this particular period in the business, and they've really, really helped me uh, stay on track. They keep me grounded, and I'm accountable to somebody now because that's that's the relationship I have with the, my business mentor at the minute as I run ideas past him and uh, we have goals and uh, every time we chat, he's asking me how you're getting on and if I'm not getting anywhere, he's asking why and I feel quite nervous, in fact, about having that. But it's good. It keeps me grounded. It makes me think, double, trip, uh, double check, triple check everything that we do and uh, it really does help develop my leadership skills, I believe, and uh, is also a great filter process for my over-active and over-enthusiastic brain, I have to say. So having a mentor, highly recommended for anybody in a similar position. So that's it. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Diary of an Entrepreneur, an open and honest account of how I'm attempting to grow a video media business from the ground up. And I must stress, as ever, I'm not trying to teach you anything. This isn't me saying this is how you should be doing it. I'm just sharing my journey. And if it motivates you, then ace, job done. You can follow the podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms. I'm all over social media. And if you want to reach out to me directly, if you've got any feedback, comments, or you want and looking for any advice, I guess, then drop me an email, dannylacey at stardomedia.co.uk. That's dannylacey, L-A-C-E-Y, at starder, S-T-A-D-A, media.co.uk. Thanks again for listening and join me on the next episode of The Diary of an Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur.